Welcome back to the Joshua Shaw audio experience. Firstly, thank you for giving me a bit of your attention. I'm honored you trusted me with it, and I promise to return the favor by giving you a ton of edutainment value back. On my newest episode, we will explore the emerging metaverse topic and discuss what it could mean to CPG brands today. But before we get started, I would love if you took 54 seconds out of your day to leave a rating or review on whichever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. This helps me out immensely in terms of extending the reach of my podcast, but more importantly, allows me to make improvements based on your feedback. Thank you again. Now enjoy my newest podcast episode. The metaverse is coming, but is your CPG brand ready for it? Did that introduction give you a slight bit of heart palpitations? Do you hear the words Web3, crypto, blockchain, NFTs, and or metaverse and instantly think how far behind you are? Don't worry. I'm right with you at certain times. I hear people are getting married in the metaverse. I hear people are holding business meetings in the metaverse. I hear people are spending millions of dollars to acquire virtual real estate in the metaverse. And I hear people are collecting digital art to, I guess, hang on their virtual real estate walls in the metaverse. Even Walmart, yes, Walmart, is quietly preparing itself to enter the metaverse. And no, no, it's not this 2017 Walmart virtual shopping video that's been circulating around the internet lately. Great, looks like you need a good wine pairing. Take a look to your right. Your age has already been pre-verified through your profile, so no need to wait for an ID check. Just place the item in your cart whenever you're ready. And finally, what was maybe the most eye-opening to the mainstream public was the fact that Facebook changed its name to Meta. That made the word Metaverse almost instantaneously shoot up the Google search rankings, making the Metaverse one of the biggest topics in business today. But does the metaverse actually even exist right now? Before we get too deep into all things metaverse and what it could mean to the CPG industry, I do want to thank the sponsor of this content, Ghost Energy. Personal favorite flavors of mine include the Sour Patch Kids Blue Raspberry and the Warheads Sour Watermelon. You can learn more about these great tasting energy drinks at ghostenergy.com or grab a can at fine retailers like GNC, The Vitamin Shop, HEB, Quick Stop, Racetrack, and many more that's listed on the website. So I guess I should take a few giant leaps backwards and start by defining what a metaverse even is. While definitions of the metaverse are changing constantly, I'll utilize maybe the most widely cited definition by the venture capitalist Matthew Ball. The metaverse is a massively scaled and interoperable network of real-time rendered 3D virtual worlds, which can be experienced synchronously and persistently by an effectively unlimited number of users with an individual sense of presence and with continuity of data such as identity, history, entitlements, objects, communications, and payments. The word itself was coined by author Neal Stevenson in the 1992 science fiction novel Snow Crash. 
in the book, he implies that it's not just one app, device, or experience, but an overarching system of apps, devices, and experiences. These definitions hold a key point into why I'm saying the metaverse is coming and not that it's already here, despite almost everything virtual suddenly being called the metaverse. These are just walled gardens. Say you're in a Nike fitness-centered experience within Roblox, you get motivated to physically take your workout up a notch. Right now, you can't seamlessly start using your Peloton in Roblox and meet up with your friend for a workout that just so happens to be using Oculus VR headsets while playing a gamified boxing workout. To make this happen, you'd need interoperability or just the working together of many virtual worlds this is the missing piece, a huge missing piece, in the ideal metaverse vision. But getting rival companies to merge their products into a single metaverse would require a level of cooperation and openness for which today's technology gatekeepers don't seem interested in working together to achieve. Does the metaverse maybe make more sense on the blockchain? Maybe, but even that idea has its limitations right now. This idea of the metaverse is still very early and is constantly moving. So recording this in January of 2022, I can say that we know very little compared to what we don't know yet. That being said, what you shouldn't do while listening to me is quickly dismiss the metaverse concepts as novelties. You might be thinking your target consumers are not interested or even ready for the metaverse, but I think that's extremely short-sighted. Through endless work meetings on Zoom or family chats on FaceTime, the COVID-19 effect gave everyone a taste of blended reality future. Yes, all these technologies definitely existed well before the pandemic happened, but not the widespread adoption that we saw. Whether everyone realizes it or not, virtual worlds have become part of our daily lives. That being said, there are some knowns today that might provide opportunities for CPG brands. The first one is around attention, and this one's kind of pretty easy to understand. We live in the attention economy, thus attention is a resource and a person has only so much of it. In the competition for attention, wouldn't a CPG brand want to engage where its target consumers spend time? be that physically or digitally. If users are leaving a Web2 platform like Instagram or Facebook or TikTok and are instead converging within a virtual platform, it only makes sense that the CBG brands should follow. The fact is, standing out is never easy, and it's becoming even more difficult recently in our world of media abundance. The metaverse can be a dreamland for those that need to differentiate or stand out in their category. Options are really endless, and the brands that think and act the most creatively will find themselves earning the attention and admiration of consumers in the metaverse. And I'll kind of explain why that's important a little bit later. The second is around digital goods. And even if today's metaverses are just like virtual walled gardens, it doesn't mean that they don't provide huge opportunities. One of the biggest areas surrounds digital goods. Consider the physical world social construct that your clothing, your appearance, maybe what you eat and drink daily, what you buy overall, maybe the car that you drive, maybe the type of house that you bought, 
all of that matters. Like it or not, all of these things quickly give others an idea of what they should expect from you. That doesn't stop in the virtual worlds. And I argue that social currency will matter more in the metaverse. That might be why luxury fashion brands have been one of the biggest adopters of creating digital goods. They know that an avatar wearing Gucci whatever still matters. The good news is that anything designed for the real world can relatively easy and with limited cost be transitioned to this idea of the metaverse and infinitely reused and iterated upon. The impact here is a bit mind-blowing. Blockchain-based experiences also continue to show the economic potential of resellable, truly ownable, and interoperable digital goods. This is already playing out in the CPG industry in various ways. Consider the example that when General Mills brought back the 90s snack Dunkaroos, it also released a virtual streetwear as part of the launch, leveraging NFT technology. Some of the most valuable commercial real estate for retail right now is actually in the metaverse, where brands, content, creativity, and consumerism meet, civilization forms. So if history has a lesson to share, it's that in a world of network effects, timing is an essential ingredient. The COVID-19 effect accelerated the need for the third place. And no, not another physical Starbucks location, but a social and immersive virtual ground separate from work and home. If you're struggling to understand the digital experiences, think about it as a way for a brand to find new and surprising ways to target consumers to connect with its products and values. As an example, it's kind of like a South by Southwest brand activation that would normally need a stamp on a person's hand, a wristband, maybe a ticket to enter, but is now completely created in a virtual world that maybe is locked by a coin or an NFT. Procter & Gamble Beauty Segment just recently launched Beauty Spear at the Consumer Electronics Show to experiment with this idea. It can also be done through like-to-like -like digital advertising. Stella Artois has been the official sponsor of premium horse race tracks for a while. That has translated to the metaverse with a deal to sponsor Zed Run, the blockchain-based online horse racing platform. These digital experiences could be extremely valuable to legacy CPG brands that have recently struggled to reach and connect with certain audiences. For instance, many of them try to efficiently make an impact on younger generations. And the metaverse gives these legacy CPG brands the opportunity to create new brand narratives and original virtual world and characters. By effectively and authentically becoming a part of the metaverse, CPG brands can execute strategies to not only become noticed by younger audiences, but to change the perception of their brand among this much-valued customer cohort. And then finally, and quickly, I just want to kind of talk about community building. The audiences that are engaged in metaverse-based platforms are among the most loyal and passionate of audiences. The key, though, for long-term success of community building is to focus on consistent authenticity and bringing something meaningful to the user experience. Whether it's growing an existing audience or starting a new customer cohort relationship, every CPG brand will have an opportunity to foster long-lasting relationships in the metaverse. Just kind of want to end on some quick final thoughts. 
while all this talk about the metaverse is probably pretty early, consider the impact of generational change. Generation Alpha, those born between 2011 and up towards 2025, they express themselves, often learn, and constantly socialize through virtual worlds that they can touch, change, and collaborate in. That's not going to stop anytime soon. Rather, the capabilities of these virtual worlds will expand, their ease of use will improve, and their significance will grow. As Generation Alpha starts turning of working age in a handful of years, the oldest ones at least, their frames of reference will lead to transformative change. Expect the discussion of metaverse concepts to be an ongoing topic in my content within the next coming years. This is pretty much volume one of many to come, so hopefully you embrace this metamorphosis with me. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have any comments or questions about anything I discussed during it, open the podcast episode notes and click on any of my social media account links to reach out to me directly. 